I live in Key West. I do a I do a residency at like one of the b- local bars. Yeah, and it would pack out with like tourists around there all the time. Pack it out, open air, sunlight kills corona. That's my thing. And then I just how great would it be? You wake up around noon, right? Go out in the boat. Is your family with you? Did they come? <laughs> I did not bring them in this scenario. Hundred <laughs> percent. Would you say that you're eloquent? Um, yeah. I am very eloquent. Yeah. I'm very eloquent. I don't Ooh, know. Say the word, say the word V-U-N-E-R-A-B-L-E. V-U-N. It's when you're like this. Vulnerable? Oh, you said it right. Okay. Oh. Vulnerable. I didn't say vulnerable. It's vulnerable. I didn't say vu- it's vulnerable. Vulnerable? It's Vulnerable. Pull up a British person saying it's going to be really oh. hard for him to find. There it is. Oh. Vulnerable. Vulnerable. Oh, yeah. Let's, hang on. Let's hear it. Let's hang on. Let me hear it. Vulnerable. Oh, that's a fucking... Do British guy saying it. Okay. British British people say things better. Yeah. It's always like... I feel like I would love a British hype man. Yeah. Vulnerable. 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 Hold on. Vulnerable. I spelt it wrong. Yeah, you did. You said V-U-N. <laughs> Wait, hold on. The word I was trying to call you on pronouncing wrong, I spelt wrong. I, I picked that up. How, now I don't know how to say this. Vulnerable. 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 What? I sound like a Dracula. How do you say... Vulnerable. How do you say P-R-I-V-A-C-Y? Privacy. Privacy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. That's how a, great would that's it be how to have... That's how the Brits say it. Privacy. Vitamins. Yeah. Vitamins. Faggots. <laughs> and faggots and gravy. <laughs> what? It's a very, it's a well-known, yeah. Faggots and gravy. Yeah. Pull faggots and gravy. Classic British F words. What is a, that is, do you the realize that, is, that sounds like a, that does sound like a hate crime, but it's a recipe. Yeah. And there's like, there's the king of the f words out there wait there's a real thing what's an yeah. f word i thought it was a cigarette it's food it's a it's a it's a meatball is it pronounced differently nope well that's an odd that's an odd word yeah it's an odd word because oh wait there's other uses of the word wait what's the other uses of the word um i remember hearing uh it's when we were kids then i learned that word i remember learning that word yeah that's the interesting thing is i didn't make that word up and i didn't i learned it from a group of boys that were all brothers and they had crescending ages a unit of measurement a bundle of sticks yeah an ancient symbol of an axe bound in a bundle of rods a bundle of bushwoods will you just do this though will you pull up a video that we can just show him momentarily and just we can just jump cut or just so he sees that it really is a real thing just take a look at this. You're going to miss this if you're there. Oh, the third one down. The Wait, third one down. Yeah. Black country. Uh, That's one. The faggots and peas are as though, like um, Yorkshire pudding, is to Yorkshire. And we're very uh, proud of the traditional black country food of faggots and peas. Right. Faggots and peas, as created by the king, are precisely that. Are they are they making a joke about this? No, this is real. They're just being real about it. Yeah, but they but they never use that word as like a slur. It's not a pejorative word there. Oh, it's yeah. for real. It's not. No, like they just go like that. So that's what that is. Those, that, that's those meatballs. So interesting. Meatballs and gravy. I need a British hype man. 
at you parties. At parties when I'm drinking, all I need them to do is just be like on my side. So when I say fucked up shit, like, 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 uh, I misspell vulnerable, and they're like, actually, he's he's pretty spot on. Like Wait, just, why would they say you were spot on from just, misspelling? I don't know, it? just but just to help me out. Oh, I got you. Like just to be like like when people start attacking me, and then I I start going like. No, they don't make straight to direct to TV, uh, direct to uh, DVD movies. Like that, I got into a big fight about. They were like, "Yeah, they make some movies for direct to DVD," and I went, "That's not true." And they're like, "It's one hundred percent true." And I went, "No, who makes a movie to fail?" And they're like, "It's not a failure; it's the way they market." Right. Like that's one of the things. And I got into a real fight. Who'd you get in the fight with? Oh, uh, just about everyone in the room. Where, including when? my wife, where I told where I. By the way, they're all right. You're wrong. No, I know. Oh, I know that now. Yeah. But I wouldn't have minded one British guy to be on my side. And was like, actually. Mate's got a point right here. All right. What? I'm a bit hungry. I wouldn't mind going for a few, uh, you know, and peas, huh? Yeah. Come they, on. They can just say it. Come go. on, mate. Ah. Uh, yeah. Let, uh, you know what? Uh, he's had a few. He's had a few. I'd lay off him. So He's got a good point. He's wrong. He's wrong. I'm on your team, Bert. But he's got a good point. I like this character a lot, yeah. actually. So yeah. he's just like. His name's Lyle. Lyle is just there to kind of take the heat off. Just to, yeah, just to like, he's like a burner. Like, right. when, like you, a, when you've upset people. When I've upset people, Lyle jumps in. He's like, actually, mate, is pretty fast, okay? I don't know about him beating every Asian in a foot race, but the majority. I got you on that butt. And I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. I like it. He's like, actually, Googled it. Uh, they've never won a gold, silver, bronze medal ever in any Olympics. That's true. Google it. Google in it. any Olympics? That's actually. That's actually I, okay. There's a sideball to that. All right. There was a, a, a huddle race. A huddles? You guys call it huddles? You guys call it huddles? <laughs> yeah. And uh, everyone tripped and, and, and a Korean dude won. Well, that, that's real. Chinese dude. Chinese bloke. He won. That's real. Wait, was he Korean or Chinese? Lyle? Chinese bloke. Uh, ask, uh, ask. By the way, now I'm turning into my real character. Uh, Jimmy O. Yang knows the bloke. Champion hero. Hero. Yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. I sound like Ricky Gervais now, don't I? Nope. You think we could get Ricky Gervais on the phone one day? I think it's possible. I like that. I like his giggle. He's got a great giggle. Yeah, he would, he would be a great guy. I think he'd love you because you remind him of Carl Pilkington. Oh, I, he does love me. Yeah. He loves me. Yeah. Seinfeld hates me. He loves me. Wait, why does Seinfeld hate I think, you? I think we were Seinfeld knows to... who you are. No, he doesn't. Found Did... out that he knows who you are. How do you know? Because I spoke to somebody who um, is really good friends with him. And um, I don't want to say on the air, but a really is good it, friend. Is it? You don't know. You is don't know. It... I promise you don't know. Hold on. Let me guess. Okay. Kramer? Yeah, I was talking to Putty. Kramer. Was it Putty? No. You know the thing about rebooting Seinfeld? I've heard that, that that's a bad idea. I mean, it's a horrible idea. But um, you came up. Yeah. And um, naturally, I didn't go, I didn't say like, do you think Seinfeld, the guy goes, yeah, I was talking to Seinfeld. He, go, um, he goes, are, are you doing the um, the uh, driving thing too? And I go, no. And he goes, oh yeah, because I was talking to Seinfeld about how Bert's doing it. And I was like, Really? Oh, you gotta tell me this guy's name now. Yeah, I will. Give me a hint. Like, what's like a feature on his body that I had noticed first? Oh, by the way, I saw it in your eyes. You know one. You don't. I don't think you know him. For real? I don't think you know him. Is he an agent? No. Is he a comedian? No. No. That was an interesting pause. 
Oh, I like this game. Now I, I might have to pull Lyle out. <laughs> All right, tell me more about this bloke. I got this, but All right, Lyle. Um, <laughs> well, this bloke was saying that uh, that that's how the driving thing came to Jerry's attention, was you doing it. Oh, we like that, don't we, Bert? By the way, I'm, I just lost the accent. And he said, and he and he referred to you as the the shirtless guy. Yeah, 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 of course. Or the guy that is an amazing fucking comedian. He said both. He better. Yeah. Fucking. I. That's like. That's the, my my biggest fear is that guys like Seinfeld. You fucking said that about yourself. What in an interview that I read? <laughs> what did I say? You said, but I'm a fucking fantastic. comedian. I'm a fucking fantastic comedian. I'm a fucking. I am a legit awesome comedian. I, I'm not debating it. It's Look, just funny I think that you I, said it. Oh yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Well, because you know what it is. Is I get written. It's the off. guy. No, it's the fucking guy who was like, I can call the coin toss. I can call five in a row. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. what will happen is someone's either going to agree with you or they're not. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> By the way, you know what it is? Uh, is that I get, I get written off because I take my shirt off. Yeah. And then I go like, I think people think I don't write jokes. Right. Like I know that I want to say that at one point I think Rogan. You did. probably surprise a lot of people. Oh, I think I surprise a lot of people because yeah. I think people are like, wait, he. he he writes these in a book, like yeah. he thinks of them before yeah. he goes up. I think I did an interview this morning on radio, and they're like, they're like, so we want to come to the. F I, I keep forgetting to promote the fucking Hot Summer Nights tour. I'm on the road right fucking now. Yeah, um, I think the shows might have been over. Well, fuck. Anyway, um, but I, I, the guy said, so do I go to the early show or the late show? The guy on radio, and I said, well, it doesn't matter. They're both the same he's like well which one are you gonna be more fucked up at and i was like neither like i and he was like so no like tell like what's the difference like do you like prepare material and i was like yeah like an hour of it and he was like no and more than just the machine like all the stuff it's like off the top of your dome right and i went no i don't go into a drive-in and just make everything up on the spot and he was like you write this stuff and i was like yeah i think because i take my shirt off people go oh wait so you write it like like Seinfeld writes his, but you write yours, and I'm like, it's the same fucking job. Like yeah. that's what. And so, I've I've found myself defending the fact that I also do comedy. Yeah. Like where people are like, you're like, like any like anyone that knows us knows that I am a fucking weird person, and I and I think I live in the fucking bizarreness of whatever I do, find acceptable. Uh huh. Uh, but I also do comedy also. Like what, this podcast is a weird, because I find things that I like I would never have thought about talking on stage about in this podcast, mm -hmm. and then I go, "Fuck, I should have saved that for a bit." Really? Oh yeah. Like what? Like um, I told a bit one time on here that was so quick, and I wanted to use it, but it, everyone had already heard it about shitting in front of a Japanese guy. You've done that? You didn't do that on stage? No, I do, I did it here. Uh, about getting the baby's dick hard or getting the yeah, but you didn't say his name. No, but uh, about hey, I got some advice for you. I want to share. Dude, with that you. was the funniest. Yeah, but I've never done. I'd never done it on stage. You can and, do it on stage. Yeah, but I do it now, and everyone's like, I've seen that. More people have seen Two Bears One Cave than come see me live. So like a million people have seen that, and then and probably the majority of my of the people at my shows have seen Two Bears One Cave, and they're like, oh, this is the guy that they know. I thought that the Japanese thing was a bit from the stage. No, I think it was just here. Because really? I had to change it to do it in the special, because I was like, That's I, everyone saying, already so you knew did it. it in the special. I know, I changed it. What did you change it to? Uh, I, I took, well, it's true. I was with Ari, and I took a shit in a gender-neutral bathroom in Madison, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. 
and it made the woman in the stall next to me question her politics. Like it was such an aggressive shit. She had never shit next to a man. Like she had, she was like all liberal walking in, and then she shit next to a man and was like, "Ah, oh, fuck these people. <laughs> they fucking shit in their own bathroom." Yeah. And so I told Ari when I walked out, and I was like, "I'm gonna change that that Japanese joke to that." Yeah, you said that you shit in in Japan. It's a true story. I, by the way, it's happened twice to me. It happened once in Denver, Colorado. I, I happened. I'm gonna call my friend. This is a hundred percent true story. And it happened first in Japan, and then I took a shit in the in J- Japan that was so bad the guy in the stall next to me threw up. And we were in Japan, and I thought he was talking to me. Right? That was the joke. Uh-huh. I was like, I have no toilet paper. I don't know what you're saying. I don't speak the language. That's a little aggressive. It was it was acceptable a few weeks ago. This one is a hundred percent verifiable because it was just me and the Japanese guy in Japan. I'm going to call the woman that was producing the show that we were shooting and we were in a pizza parlor and I shit and the guy in the stall next to me threw up and my crew was in there and they heard the guy throw up and they had to go out of the bathroom and she she was like, you took a shit and everyone threw up? Hey. Hey, Stace, I'm doing a podcast with Tom Segura. Listen, do you remember when we were shooting, it's five o'clock somewhere? Yes. Do you remember when I took a shit in that pizza parlor and the guy in the stall next to me threw up? All right, I'll call you at three. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was, <laughs> so you think she like that? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's my new producer. I, I take her with me everywhere. And you just hang up on her? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we. I told her that we are working is more like an Ellen. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you straight up were like, I'll call you later, Bob. Hang up, man. Oh, can you pull up the um? The uh, Leanne clip. What's the Leanne clip? This is so great. This is just. I, this is so funny. Watch, look at your wife here. This is, I think this is me on the phone, right? Yeah. I love her mouth. I don't know if you knew about how he uh, began with uh, barehanded wiping a, a few weeks ago. That's what I was going to tell what? you about. <laughs> oh. No. So, uh, no. Yeah, it was on the road. He was in a public place and they didn't have paper and he said he gave it a shot and there was nothing on his finger. So then he tried it again um, a few weeks later and there was a lot on his finger. Um, Are you trying to get me to divorce my husband? She's not going anywhere. <laughs> She's got nowhere to go. <laughs> She's like a, a officer and a gentleman just doing push-ups in the mud. Yeah. <laughs> That, she seemed a little horrified to find that out. Have you done yeah. it again since? I haven't done it since. I've been well. I haven't needed to because I've been home. Yeah. And then we got the. But you're the, about to hit the road, or you're on the road now. I would, yeah, yeah. I'm on the road right now. I wouldn't be surprised if I was doing it in Wichita, Kansas, <laughs> or Kansas City, Missouri. Yep. Or maybe one of the many cities I'm hitting. Yeah. On this Columbus, wiping, Ohio, two shows. Wiping your hands. Yeah. Wiping your ass barehanded. You haven't done it yet. I haven't done it yet. I did wipe my son's ass this morning and got some shit on my finger. <laughs> oh, so that dude. was fun. So shit on your finger, what do you do? First thing you do, do you wipe it off or do you smell it? Oh. Not, not your son's shit, your shit. Oh, no, I wipe it off. Oh, for real? You don't smell it first? first like a clump of shit is on your hand? You're like, hmm. Like, that's what you do? That's what you said this one time to me, and I, I, hold, I, I have a problem with this, and I wish Lyle was here to defend me. Yeah. Because I... Can we get, can we please get submissions from let British people? Give us, let him speak for a second. Yeah, yeah. We need, I need a British person to give us sound bites that defend me when I'm out of my fucking mind. 
and then just get a really posh sounding British person to give me, I want like 10 ones, send them to Nadav. Yeah, wait, so what's the two bears address here? Two bears, the number two, the word bears, the number one, the word cave at gmail.com. The subject line should say British accents. Yeah. And, and just, I want, you got, and by the way, you got to be really British. Yeah. God, how can we and tell put it? some personality into it. Yeah. Really Don't put just, some, you know, I wanted some like a little bit of like, like really sell it to defend right. me when I'm air saying. Air him out. Air him out. Air him out. Air him out. Yeah. I wouldn't mind one of those accents. Yeah. Air him out. Air him out. I want a tough sound. I want a couple British guys. I want a really smart one. I want a really tough one, you know, like, yes. all right, mate. Cockney one. Yeah, right? Cockney like, one. He says, how come? One of those hey, guys. He says. Yeah. He says. Yeah. He, 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 let him talk. Yeah. Am I doing it right? It's fantastic. God, I wish I could do accents. Yeah, you can. You just nailed that one. <laughs> <laughs> so you want like somebody who works with the queen to do it and then like a, a real a chimney sweeper. Like, and so who would you want to be your backup, your hype man? Like someone that just... When you were talking shit, like showing a, a like oh definitely a black guy like a oh, black guy right like straight up hood who's like hold up a second man like like, like <laughs> hear him out hear him out like one of those yeah same kind of idea one time no no yeah, no yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. same I like idea that. Yeah, I like yeah. that a lot okay so then we also need a black guy to submit some for Tom yeah so yeah. that when we are having a disagreement. Nadav can gently, gingerly toss them in. Just give me like some, give my man a second. Like yeah. shit like that. And so that, so that when we're losing an argument, yeah. he can, Nadav can pepper them in. And then we have our, our hype men backing us up. Tom's are African-American. Okay. So for mine, again, the number two, the word bears, the number one cave, two bears, one cave at gmail.com subject line, black accents. And, and you have to have a picture of you being black. You can't just be a white guy doing black accents as racist unless we're doing it. It's not racist when we're doing it, but if you're doing it, it's racist. Got and, it. and I need to proof that you're British, cup of tea or like a biscuit or something. I love it. Oh, wait, let's figure out our friends who they would have as the, our friends. I say our friends. They're all moving. All our friends are moving. So I really was, uh, we talked about this a few weeks ago uh, on your mom's house about how, what? Are we about to take over the city? Oh, <laughs> I like how different our brains work. Um, Are we about to become the biggest comedians in California? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to get Burr to move, Sebastian to move. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Guys, follow the lead, man. There's hey, some better pastures. Burr, don't you want to go home to Boston? Yeah, it's fucking hot out here, man. Boston's <laughs> cool. The bats, huh? Yeah. Hey, how them apples, you know? Go back, man. Go back. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's so many who, who like, I don't know. It's just, it, what it is, is it feels like a real shift because it's what our, like, our, so, I mean, you know, everything's different because of COVID, but our social life has like this, you know, this way about it that has been this way. And then this is like throwing a big wrench into it, right? Like Rogan leaving, Diaz leaving. I know I, I said that without people saying it, but I've, Confirmed two other people leaving, and I know three other people on top of that that are considering leaving. I know, I know, I know Rogan and Joey. I talked to Joey about it. Right. I don't know where Joey's going to go. He says he's going to. I, it's, yeah. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know where he's going, but like, I, so he I did my time, dog. That's yeah. what he said. He goes, I did my time. I'm like, again? Um, you know, and now here's the thing is that, like, you got to really consider. You know, I had a young comic. Uh, shout out to John Turkell. I haven't talked to him on the phone yet, but I'm going to talk to him later today. Young comic from Tampa. His dad and I went to high school together. He's a little older than me. 
but he was asking me about like what to do in comedy and it was such a hard question to think of how to answer it because I'm like I would not move to New York if you're a young comic I definitely wouldn't move to New York and I definitely wouldn't move to LA like I, I, I wouldn't if you're getting spots in your hometown fucking stay there if they're opening clubs in your hometown don't go anywhere like do the reps you're not getting spots in LA when they open at half capacity. Yeah. I mean, those, the lineups are going to be, everyone's going to be getting, everyone's going to be wanting spots, spots yeah. everywhere. And then you look at like Rogan's move, right? Mm -hmm. If you're a young comic, why not go to where the, the, well, here's the thing you have to remember. He's going to try to duplicate the environment that he had. And by the way, he's not even going to try to, he will, he will. Yeah, he will. He created the environment out here. Yeah. The stand-up environment out here is on the on. And this is a big statement, but I I think I wish Lyle was here to back me up. This the stand-up scene out here is based on the fact that he stood up for stand-up and went head-to-head -head with Carlos Mencia, and he got kicked out of the store. And when he went back to the store, everyone knew things had changed at the store for good. That it was never going to be this toxic environment where thievery was rewarded and heroism was punished and and standing up for the little guy was punished and so everyone showed up there everyone wanted to be a part of it and he was he is the biggest podcaster in the world and he's doing shows there every single night he will recreate that in wherever he goes yeah. in texas yeah like he will recreate that and if you are a young new york comic that is not having our special on big providers and you're not headlining big and you want to do reps Go to where Rogan is. That, I, that I, scene's going to be insane. I can't argue against that, dude. If you were developing and you're like, we're, what's going to be hot coming up out of this? I would go to Austin, yeah, too. Yeah, I'd even argue what... I mean, like, I'll say, like, Andrew Schultz's level. Andrew Schultz is doing theaters. Why would... Like, why wouldn't he go to Austin? Like, uh -huh. why wouldn't he go wherever Joe's going? I don't know exactly yeah. where he's going, but, like, why wouldn't he go... He's going to Austin. He's going to Austin. Why yeah. wouldn't he... I just... I didn't know if we, everyone knew that. Oh. Yeah. Um, I thought so. I, I thought, thought that so was too. confirmed. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was, it was Austin. I mean, I think he already bought the house, so yeah. it's like whatever. He's in Austin, yeah. and so, <laughs> but like, why? Why would you not? Why would you pay high rents in New York for a scene that's not coming back for five years? When will New York comedy be back to when it is? Maybe never. Maybe never. Like if they're saying they got to be a whole because they have so many clubs there. I wonder which. Like, oh, they're gonna most be, can't survive. Most cannot. I would say. I would say half of them are already gone. Yeah. They haven't paid rent. They're already gone. Yeah, I was reading an article about um, how the whole very fabric of Manhattan, like like you take a, a, a your average, let's say, high rise bustling building, the time what, what used to be the Time Life building. They said on an average day, right in regular, like right now, last year, set between seventy five hundred eight thousand people that work in this building would go in. Right now, five hundred people go in. That's and but then they, they break down because it's like a, a it's like a like it's a miniature ecosystem that's like show like that represents what's going on in the bigger picture right so like just this one building has retail stores coffee shops re, uh, food mart a steakhouse all, all these things that every day that those people that go in you know, they spend money and, and keep this whole system going, right? The coffee shop, the steakhouse, the retail store. Blah, blah, blah. So all those stores are, are just stopped. They're just closed. Yeah. The 500 people don't create, it's not enough activity. Yeah. The hot dog guy said, I used to sell on average 400 hot dogs a day. He sells 10 now. So they said like, 
it's just one building and these are just these five stores, but that's happening at the building next to that and the building next to that and the building next to that. So the economic impact of this, you know, they said could take a decade to recover. A decade. And that, and I'm just looking at it like audiences, right? When are you going to get audiences back in New York? Not for a long time. They're, They're saying, I mean, I don't think they've ever get come up with a vaccine for a flu. That's never happened. They've come up with vaccines that can treat different strands, but never to cure the flu. They got nothing. It, it's if if this thing's around, why why not live in Wyoming? I took a meeting the other day, I, and the head what I looked at going to Wyoming yesterday for real. Yeah. See, okay, listen, I'm tethered to you, motherfucker. So if you go to fucking Wyoming, I gotta go to Wyoming. You wanna go? Yeah, so bad. You wanna get like a ranch, dude? We can start fishing, riding horses. Oh, I just rode horses in Arizona. No state income tax. No? In Uh, Wyoming? Wyoming, None. Dude, we'll take over Wyoming. Dude, yes. I bet we could be mayor and governor. You think so? Which role do you want? Mayor. Come on. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You're going to have to bail me out of a lot of shit. Yeah. And you're like, "Uh, and then we'll have a hire, I'll hire like a legit British dude to hang out with me. He'll be like my assistant mayor. The Lyle guy. Lyle guy. And he'll be like, all right, all right, everyone, calm down, calm down. He's a little buzzed. He didn't mean what he said. Women can adopt dogs. He was fucking around. Go ahead, back in. All right, all right, all right. He said it's. He said it's abortions, not murder. Remember that was his first words. Wait, where? but he also said it's not not murder. So now, okay, okay. Where would you move? Where would you move? Hmm. Is there anywhere that you would move to? I would. I honestly like. You know, I really honestly, when Joe first talked about it, I was like. I was like, it does make sense to, um, to like, it does make sense, but I'm also a fucking grown up with two kids in high school. Like, I'm not like, I, I, I'm not some guy who's just got disposable income and is like going like, fuck it. I have no tether to this city. Like right. I talked to one of the dudes who I know is moving. I won't say his name, but I know is moving. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what do you think? Am I going to, is it look bad if I go to where Joe's going? I go, no, not at all. Not at all. Because when Joe shows up, he will create a fucking massive comedy scene that everyone will benefit from because people will know guys' comedies in town. Like this is, I mean, it's like Chappelle. Chappelle is basically runs Ohio. Like he knows the reason the Dayton Funny Bone's big and still sells tickets is because Dave Chappelle lives like an hour, like thirty minutes away, and yeah. rides his motorcycle over there because there's a Mexican bar he likes. Pop in, yeah, he might pop in. So people show up all the time because you never know if Dave Chappelle's going to show up. Right now he's in Yellow Springs doing shows in a field, and he's flying John Stewart and Chris Rockin in private jets, and they're doing FaceTime shows with Jim Carrey. It's like it's a scene. That's yeah. a fucking. It's invitation only. When Joe shows up, it's a fucking scene. And if you're a young comic, it's not a bad move. It's not a bad move. And don't think like... Well, let's go to... The, but entertain me with this. Where, if you, if I was like, you got to leave LA. Okay. okay. What are the three places that you would consider legitimately moving to? Like you would actually move there and live there if you had to leave in 60 days. In 60 days. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure Texas is top five. Okay. Only because I... I like Austin, but I don't like the keep Austin weird shit. Like I don't, I, I never really understand hipsters that don't live in New York or LA. Mm-hmm. Like I always go like like Portland's always made me scratch my head. I'm like, really? Yeah, like I know I don't understand like uh like hipsters. Like I, I'm like it always blows me away when you go to Madison and you see like the girl with the bangs cut to here and mm-hmm. the and the and the Betty just because she lives there. Yeah, yeah. I go, why <laughs> didn't you just move to New York? Like, what yeah. are you doing here? Like, yeah. this is like for families and stuff. 
Yeah. Like I get there's a cool scene maybe, but like like these guys like yeah, like I never really get how much that. do those guys hate you? Oh, a ton. <laughs> I think so too. Oh, I, think I am they hate me, but I think they hate you more. <laughs> I am everything they despise without yeah. meeting me. Without meeting you. Without meeting yeah. me, they. I got. We did a bike race in Portland, and. And it was with uh, like a, like anarchists. It's all Antifa kids now, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. And so we got a, on like a hippy dippy bus, and mm-hmm. and and it was interesting because I'm not to shit on any of these kids. They were all very very sweet, but like they were all uh, against cameras. Like the idea that we would that we were sellouts because we were working for Travel Channel. But anytime a camera showed up, they acted the weirdest they could. And I was like, well, you're definitely playing it up for the camera. And then we did a little miniature bike race down the hill, and it was fun as shit. You got going really fast they bombed this hill on like mini bikes like really tiny like kids Mm -hmm. bikes we were hauling fucking ass and this one girl wiped out and took out this black dude and the black dude knocked his tooth out and he was hurt and she was hurt and it happened right in front of me and i popped up and i helped i went to help her up i went honey are you okay and she went did you just call me honey and i went Oh my God. Like she's got blood coming off her. And all I'm thinking is, are you hurt? Cause I picked up my little kids and said, honey, are you okay? Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking of that. And then another dude got in my face. He goes, what fucking year is it, bro? Are you serious what right fucking, now? I'm being dead serious. I'm being dead serious. What fucking year is it? Did you just call her honey? Yo, yo dude, get woke. And I'm like, okay, this is in Portland. This is in Portland. And I went cool. So Portland is not in your top three. Oh, definitely not my. I'm definitely not going to Portland. So I'll go perform in Portland, days. but I just want to perform to like regular people, like yeah. those people that like with the bangs up to here and yeah. a tattoo that says "Gaper" on her shoulder arm. Yeah, do you remember that girl? I took a picture of her and sent it to her. I go, I don't think she knows what that means. <laughs> Wait, what's your top three outside of LA? You got to move there. You got to move there with your family. Key West. That's one of your top three. One of my top three. How can you keep even working though? Oh, are you being serious? Yeah. I started a comedy scene. I started a residency at the Hog's Breath. Actually, at- you, you, you could so do that. You could be the mayor of Key West. Oh, ev- dude. Okay. How great is that? I got my little scooter. I scoot around town. What's up, Bert? Mm. The machine. Yeah. And I just, I'm like, uh, and then I live on the water. I go out for lobsters every day. Dude, you and Warren would get real close. Oh, yeah, we would. Dude, how much fun. People Does come he live down-, down there? No, he lives in uh, he lives in the middle of the country, middle of the state, I think. Okay. Where he grew up. I think he grew up in Apopka. And so Plymouth, is that where you grew up? Yeah, yeah, I went to Apopka. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so, I live in Key West. I do a I do a residency at like one of the b- local bars. Yeah, and it would pack out with like tourists around there all the time. Pack it out, open air, sunlight kills Corona. That's my thing. And then I just how great would it be? You wake up around noon, right? Go out in the boat. Is your family with you? Did they come? <laughs> I did not bring them in this scenario. Because <laughs> it doesn't sound like they're there. George and I are in college. Oh, they're okay. Leanne is, God bless, passed away. <laughs> and so. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the new wife like? You have a girlfriend? Oh, or? there's no wife, Tom. There's we girlfriend. are slaying pussy. Okay. Okay. It is. I am hammering perimenopausal bitches. Yeah. On the I reg. Get, I bet you got a bunch of drunk broads down there that oh. they see you the next day. And they're like, do I know you? And you're like, yeah, we fucked all night. Yeah. <laughs> Raw dogging fifty-two year olds, <laughs> raw dogging it. I'm like herpes. I'll take it. I don't yeah, care. Yeah. I'm fucking. I'm on my way out. In your fifties, you gotta get no it. more cardiologist. Just taking the blood pressure medicine. I'm on right now. Right. Yeah. Grow my hair out. Thinning hair ponytail. Oh, that's the <laughs> yeah, best. Yeah. Yeah. 
I wear my. I always have a new signature summer look. Yeah. Like, and I always have a cool look. Flip right. Flip flops, cruiser, bike cruiser. Flip flops. I got a flip flop store. Yeah. Selling my free water flip flops. Yep. There, it's a whole store that's mine. I got like my merch store. I do my podcast out of my store, so you can come in. It's like it's like an old school like radio a radio station. station. Yeah. And so you can see me doing the podcast. I got some celebrity guests in. Hulk Hogan shows up. He's like, hey, what's up, machine? I'm like, how you doing, Hulkster? Yeah. And then and that would be the best. I live in Key West. That's one of the places. Okay. Um, number two? Number two, I would like to live. I would love. Do it, how does it have to be in this country? I think it helps. Okay. Because it's more believable. But by all means, leave the country if you want. No, 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 no. Mm, I'm going to take. I think I think somewhere in Colorado, Aspen, yeah. Aspen. Ooh, I want to see. I want to go small town. Mm-hmm. Like I want to go small town, small big town. You know. Yeah. Like take a small big town and just look at that. Oh yeah! I just want everyone to know me. I want to be like the local legend guy. Yeah. And then I do stand up and like celebrity stand ups come in. Like Sebastian's like in there with his family. I go, dude, come hit my my mic. And he's like, you got a mic here. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> and I go, hey, I go, hey, come on, Sebastian. And then he, and then he comes in and he's like, ah, this is a great thing you made for yourself. Yeah. Hey, I got a good thing going eh? And I'm like, yeah, I know. And then he's like, yeah, Seinfeld's coming in next week. And I'm like, hey, have him come by. And then next week he's like, hey, I like your plays. I feel like they were both here. I know. It's like they were right in the room. And so. And uh, then third. I got Aspen. You got Key West, Aspen. And I think, here we go. Okay. New Orleans. Really? Yeah. That's a good one. In, I would live. I could see you being a New Orleans guy. Fuck yes. Yeah. By the way, these are all like, when I say like riding into the sunset lifestyles, like I'm done with health and fitness. I I could use Lyle right now. (laughs) Hear him out. Hear him out. Hear him out. I'm done with trying to stay healthy. I'm just going to balloon up beignets in the morning, a hand grenade, <laughs> and a cigar. Do you last, how long do you last when you go, I'm done being healthy? Oh, <laughs> not long. Like, that's not what I'm long. saying. I can go 12 days. You think you'll die in 12 days? <laughs> I, think, I think 12 days is a real close run. <laughs> 12 days. After you've thrown in the towel? After I throw if I When I go on tour for more than 12 days, it is dangerous. I wonder how fast I could get to 300. Like I feel oh like I could God. do it. I wish we could do this as a contest and it and not die. And not die. Yeah, because I could get to three hundred so quickly. I ate nothing. Nothing. Do you yesterday. want because of COVID? Do you want to just do it in October? Just see how badly we can end the month. I think for sober October, we all get COVID together. We have a COVID yeah. party where we spit in each other's mouths and <laughs> <laughs> just eat the whole fucking month and lay around. Oh, I could do that. You think you can put on 40 pounds in a month? Yeah. I bet I could put on 40 pounds in a week. I bet I could. I bet I could. You want to try it? No, because I can't get rid of it ever. You can? I cannot get rid of it. You Dude, can do it. I got up. This, this, this is this. Would Leanne get mad if we did, if you did this challenge? Yeah, she's already like, because she's lost all this weight, she just says stuff really passive aggressively. Do you know the thing about losing weight, Bert? I'm like, hey, don't do this. You just Should lost we weight her? once. No. She'll be like, you need to do you need to do drop squad with us. And I'm like. Do what? Drop squad. It's what her she calls her workout team. Oh. Drop squad. Because they dropped weight. Drop squad. Oh, God. Yeah. 
That sounds like some real mom shit. No shit. And she's like, you know what you got to do? I would even ignore the weights. Just work with your body weight. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, I don't want to hear a word you're saying. You know what? Please call The problem with running is, oh, watch this. So, uh, let's go. Uh, uh, go. I'm going to let you talk to her about okay. my weight loss. Now, here's okay. here's where you got to guide it. Like, what am I doing wrong that mm -hmm. she's doing right? Yeah. Okay. okay. I wonder if she's working out right now. Can she play? Can you believe she played with our dogs an hour every morning? Yeah. Hey, hey it's uh, it's your other babe. How you doing, Leanne? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> hey, we're um we're talking because we're recording right now, and because Bert's about to hit the road again, we're talking about um you know health and and maintaining or weight loss, and um wanted your insight on what could Bert be doing that he's not doing to further, you know, his health. Challenge. From her experience with Drop Squad. Okay, from your experience with Drop Squad. Eliminate pizza. Mm -hmm. It's not a food group. He has a lot of pizza. That's he has a lot of pizza. And the road and probably going to be some extra slices in there. Yes, and definitely some McDonald's. Mm -hmm. um, could eliminate that Yeah. for sure. He could eat more green leafy vegetables Uh huh. and drink more water. And what about... Yeah, that doesn't have Kool-Aid in it. Exactly. What about his running? He said, I mean, doesn't he run a substantial amount? He does run, but I mean, he runs and he's, he's actually a really great athlete. He's in really good shape and mm. like this one lane. Yeah. Right. And that kind of running lane. Uh -huh. So I think he did one day where he lifted weights and he couldn't walk for like four days. Yeah. So that's a different lane. Yeah. Obviously than and we running. should, we should so, get into that. Yes, he should get into some like and stretching. The dude does not stretch, and he complains constantly about pain, and and then he stretches, and the pain goes away, and then he forgets, and then yeah, he yeah, yeah. Well, this sounds this like sounds very much like the bird I know. Ask her how quick she, I, she thinks I could put on forty. Pounds. Oh yeah, so we're so one of the sponsors came up with this idea of like flipping sober October on its head, and yeah. what do you feel like? How fast do you think Burke could gain forty pounds? I don't want to be involved in that challenge at all. <laughs> I will hard pass on that challenge because, uh, yeah, I don't know how fast he's eating 40 pounds, probably pretty fast, but I veto that challenge. They're giving us $250,000 each. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. Oh, really? To be honest with you. Did, yeah. Did you think I could drop it off? You think he could drop it off? I think he could. I think Bert can do anything he puts his mind to. Yep. But that's the What's point. The He's got to put his mind to it. Like so, Sober October every year. You yeah. should see his pictures from Halloween last year. He looks so amazing. Yeah. And it's off. because you for that, that up, month, please? Yeah, he, he decided to, to be, be really yeah, healthy. Yeah. So Instagram. he can do it. He just doesn't want to do it all the time. Do you think he could put on 40 pounds in a week? In a week? Yeah. No, I don't think he can do it in a week. Yeah. He said he could. Well, once again, if he puts his mind to it, maybe. Hey, do you think you can really do that? Yeah. Really? I think so. I think. I don't think. Would you or should you? Right. Should you do that? No, I should not do it because I won't take it off. I was. Exactly. And at a certain age, it gets harder and harder to take it off. So, you got to kind of factor that in, too. We are not, you know, spring chickens anymore. Exactly. Go down to October. Keep going. That's me skinny. Yeah, yeah. That's what I looked like when I met Leanne. So, wait, are you going to take any of her advice? No. No? 
I'm, don't say that out loud. I mean, I'm yes. saying it to you. Yeah. Well, he never takes my advice because okay. he's always right about everything. Uh. So <laughs> I can't possibly be right about anything. Have that you met be- Lyle? Asinine. Who's Lyle? Hello. Hold on a second, Lee. Give him a give him a chance. <laughs> Hear him out. It's his British hype man that um, that defends him whenever he there upsets somebody or, or Hawaiian or, shirt. That's this right. is me on so rock. Holy shit! I'm seeing yeah. the photo now, Leanne. Okay. Uh, I'm seeing the photo that you talked about at the end of October last year. Yeah, of him and Sandy, and he's really Fuck. He's really lean. He's got on like a Hawaiian uh. shirt. Yeah. It looks amazing. Yeah, the guy wasn't happy. And he did that in one month. Yeah, but... Maintaining is the problem. Was he fun to be around, though, Leanne? Yes. Oh, so you're now saying that I'm fun to be around in Sober October. Uh, no, I'm not saying you're fun to be around in Sober October, but I can tell you this. The constant complaining that happens every single day about feeling like shit about your body is not fun either. Oh, it's a good so, counterpoint. The constant, like, I just feel like shit. And then when I go, look at this shirt that I, I haven't fit in in 13 years. And you go, great. That makes me feel like shit. It's also not fun. Yeah. Because I'm celebrating real successes. And you're only reflecting on how terrible you feel about yourself. I get a little, so I get 20% celebration, 80% self-deprecation. Oh. And that's not super fun. Oh, shut up. So, yeah. It's fucking true. Is he laughing? Because he knows it's true. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He knows that's true. Yeah. I, so I don't want to show him anything that I'm proud of because it's going to cause this hate spiral that happens in his own head because he gets up in the middle of the night uh, and he eats four pieces of pizza. No. God. I had will. three eggs and two pieces of pizza. Well, at, that was today. At what time? Four in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Which wow. is pretty normal. That's definitely on the drop squad diet. <laughs> Well, I feel like you. I mean, this is a she. It was really a real breakthrough. Yeah. I think. I, I think if I just follow Leanne, I did great like three days in a row, and I lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. And then I just I fall off the rails, and then I go from like two thirty seven to like two forty two in a day. Yeah, and I'm like, how the, the problem f- is he doesn't know how to cope with his emotions without extreme behavior like food or booze. Right. He doesn't know how to cope with his emotions. He has legit anxiety problems. And instead of coping with that, I wonder where they're coming from. Hey, just ask. Shove stuff in his mouth. I think he's <laughs> blaming you, though, for his inability to cope. Oh, he blames me for everything. Yeah. For every single thing. Hey, how do you I'm feel awesome. about moving? Are you considering moving? Moving to the house we just bought? No, out of the city to maybe New Orleans or like Key West or something like that. No, we're not moving. Oh, okay. No. Because he was no, 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 he was floating that idea. If we had to move one place, babe, where would you want to move? If we couldn't live in L.A., where would you want to move? No idea. Like, give me a place. Think of it real quick. No clue. Gun to your head. <laughs> no idea. Drop squad. No more drop squad. You can't do drop squad if you get an answer. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter? Not no. Moving. Okay. Florida? Absolutely not. There's no way I would live in that state. Absolutely not. Yeah. No, it's you... too hot there. It's way too hot. Okay. Wyoming. Would you move to Wyoming? Don't know anything about it. Don't know. Don't know anything about it. Oh, speak to that. okay. Okay. Tom, Tom, Tom and I are thinking about getting a ranch. Mm-hmm. Have fun, guys. I'll come visit. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not moving. Sorry. <laughs> well, we got this whole fishing thing going. We'll talk. We'll fill you in on it later. All but right. I'll be home in a little awesome. bit, babe. Okay. Okay. Prepare. Bye, the, Leanne. Prepare the good bedroom. Talking to you. Bye. Okay. I love you. Talking to you. All right. Love Bye. you. Bye. All right. 
the uh, that was great. Yeah, she she kind of gets you. No, you know what she did, Tom? We she cleans out her closet yeah. and she's lost all this weight. Yeah. So she puts on like we just went skiing last year. She puts on this like expensive jacket I bought her, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Can't believe this doesn't fit. I'm getting rid of this." And I'm like, "Hold on, hold on." You just been skinny for like a couple months. Like, let's wait it out. Like, who the fuck cleans out their closet and gets rid of like, like? Here's the thing: is that she looks at my closet and goes, "Those pants don't fit anymore." And I go, "Yeah, I don't live my life without hope." Okay, like I don't go through and go, "Well, these, these don't fit. Throw them away. Yeah. I'm never gonna lose weight again." Oh, right, right. Like I don't just go, "Oh, get me a size 52 then, and then I can work into those." Like, and she's like, get rid of that. Those jeans don't fit. And I go, but they did in October. Right. And they can if I get shit yeah. under control. Yeah. So I'm not going to throw away like that shirt. What do you weigh there in this photo? 120. No, no, no I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Two, 220, 220, probably. 222. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at me. Yeah. You look so skinny there. Yeah. But I don't even like the look of my face, to be honest with you. Yeah. Me. You look a little sick. Like, I, it's, it's, you know what it is? It's just not it's not i don't know you look I like you had weight loss surgery it does look like that right yeah i you, you see the thing is if I, my my beard was too long i should have trimmed it up my cheeks look hot, hollow my but, face doesn't look good yeah i mean it looks like your your face is so thinned out but like your midsection looks good yeah my midsection looked good it bounced back but i, I don't know i think i'd like to be i would like to get in shape shape like i would like to be in shape like what? Like steroids, cyclosteroids. Like look good. Like I want people to go, whoa, bro. Like I want to go. I want. I'm gonna go be the next Dave Chappelle with muscles. You've mentioned this before. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna do biceps. Just biceps. I think that's what he does. You could really. He lifts weights, right? I don't know. I guess <clears throat> so. He definitely lifts weights. I'll call. I'm gonna text Donnell. He okay. I'm not gonna text Donnell. Okay. So he's sitting fucking eating breakfast with him. He's like. Hey, man, you lift weights. <laughs> he goes, who wants to know? He's like, that fat shirtless guy. He goes, oh, yeah, the guy that does drive-ins? Tell him I said honk, honk. Honk, hey, motherfucker, that was funny. Honk, honk. <laughs> what about Ohio? Would you move back to Ohio? Fuck no. <laughs> no. Maine, what about Maine? I mean, I, I don't, Maine's beautiful, but I don't want to live that should far. We, should we get a bachelor pad in Austin? A bachelor pad? Yeah. That we just go there to party with yeah no no not bitches i'm talking the shit we want to do like get a few whips right what, what are we doing whips cars cars oh okay rides dog why are we taking them to texas because this is where we'll, our women can't say anything oh i got you yeah jen aniston hits us up we go you think she'll hit us up hey guys what are you guys doing this weekend Dude, matthew mcconaughey mcconaughey texts us he's like man Guys, rough weekend with the wife. I need a place to ditch out. We're like, yeah. bachelor pad, keys are in the yeah. We'll meet you there. <laughs> Please edit that out. That's where I keep the keys to my house. Yeah. <laughs> Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift, and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it 
from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer a peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. The thing about buying jewelry is you really don't know what you're getting into. You don't know what you're looking at often. And the great thing about working with Blue Nile is you have somebody who's a true expert that can help guide you along the way so you don't feel lost, so you know what these diamond grades are, you know you're getting real value. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you don't, they offer 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Dot com. Yeah, please pull up that um that clip you got highlighted there because it's really funny to me. This is something you said. You don't lose speed. Yeah, yeah. You you we were talking about the race you had with Ron, and then you said this, and I've thought about it so much since then. And you don't ever lose speed, despite how fat you might get. You don't ever lose speed. I've never been fast. Even when I was skinny, I was never the fastest kid on the team. Yeah. So even probably at my lightest. I may have a hard time beating Ron because fast is a different twitch. It's like a <laughs> yeah, but you you do lose your like you, 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 more yeah. way. <laughs> you definitely lose speed. No, no. Yeah, you do. No. You're either quick or you're not quick. Okay, but you said you don't lose speed no matter. No, no, no. I meant I meant muscle twitch. Like okay. you're either a fast guy and yeah. you can run. Yeah, yeah. Or you're a not a fast guy. Like not I get fast what you're guys saying. will okay. never. You can never learn to get fast. Right. You right. are born fast. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're fast, like if you're like, bam, like they're one of those dudes that can take off and you gain 80 pounds, you're not as fast. You're not as fast, but you are faster than the average fast dude, not fast dude that's 80 pounds your weight. Okay. Okay. So like. So Ron was fast. I, Ron was, he said he was always the fastest kid in his school on his teams. Okay. He was always the fastest kid. I want to say, I'm going to get a picture of Ron when he was skinny. I, was, oh. I bet he was fucking ripped. You think so? Yeah. Let's see. Hey, text me a picture of when you were young and skinny. Um. So, uh, yeah, you never, you never rip, uh, you never lose those those fast twitch muscles. Mm -hmm. I never have fast twitch muscles. Yeah. Like it's like the ability to bench two twenty five. Although I don't have that anymore. But like I could always throw up two twenty five. Now I can't. You could always do that. Oh, oh, my whole time it was like a it was like a parlor trick. Like when you were what beginning of all what through age? college, all through I I really? used to have a couple of parlor tricks that I could do that um, people could never expect me to do. Like I could do a hundred push ups in a row. People never expected it. Really? Never expected it. You could do a hundred. I could do a hundred push ups in a row. We went to a bar in New York, and I and, and I. I used to I when I, when I didn't have money I was always, always still very fun, mm -hmm. like I I would always barter for especially backpacking through Europe. I came up with ways to get things for free that I knew that I could entertain people to get them. And one of the things I could do was a hundred push-ups. And I would say I would start a push a contest a conversation with someone, and I would do Bert shit where I go a hundred push-ups is easy, and they'd be like, actually it's not. Like cause anyone's done push-ups is like twenty is really difficult. And you're like twenty is nothing. I could definitely do twenty. And they're like, you you can't do 20. Do you do push-ups? And I go, I mean, yeah, I've done them. And they're like, you think you could do 20? I go, I could definitely do 20. I can do 100. I can do 100. And they'd be like, impossible. And I go, 
And you'd bang out a hundred in a row. Bang out a hundred. I did it at a party. I did it at Jesus. a party in front of all my friends in college, and I looped them in. They didn't. We were in New York at a party, yeah. and they didn't know I could do a hundred. But I was doing a hundred at the time, and they were like, "There's no way you could do a hundred. And I was like, "I'm pretty sure I could." Put your money where your mouth is. I'm broke in New How York. How many can you bang out right now? Pro- easily twenty. Yeah, I think you could do twenty. Probably forty. You just doubled it like that. Yeah, I just did it. I thought that's the way my brain works. I think a forty would be a struggle. I don't know. I mean, you never you never lose that muscle memory. Never lose it. You never lose strength. That's one you thing. You never I lose know. strength. No, strength I, never goes away. I uh, I probably could do forty. It's a good question. Now you could how did when when would you test out your two twenty five thing? You just find a so I would <clears throat> I would always do I could, I was always doing push ups and I would I, I always oh, found yeah. that if I got to a bench if they had two twenty five on I could throw it up every time did it in col- I would do it in college all the time I go is that a lot of weight and they'd be like it's two twenty five don't even try it and I'd be like but because I lifted weights in high school so I knew what weights were I knew yeah the, and so I was like is that like is that I don't is that a lot is that like for a lot of people and at all these meatheads. Because if you if you feign ignorance, yeah. people then take it ten steps further. Yes, and so you could just bait people in. I used to do You're this. Good at this, you do. Oh, this I, dude, I was so good. I used to do this thing when I first moved to New York. I bought a bag of weed and I would say to people, "I'm sure I told you this." I would say to people at the bars, "I didn't have a place to stay." I was staying with this dude from the Canary Islands who was like 13 years older than me, and he had it was a he didn't speak English. His name was Diego, I think, and we and it was a one bedroom, like a, a, a like a studio. And the first night we drank rum and pointed to a map about places we've been. We couldn't speak, and I was like, "Okay, I'm never staying here again." So I kept my bag there. I bought a bag of weed at Washington Square Park. And I went to a bar in the East Village, and I, it was an old, old, it's like an old trick. It's an old trick from college you could do anytime is get a bag of weed, and you go, uh, you guys, you meet, hang out with a bunch of people, meet a bunch of people, and you go, you guys smoke? And they're like, yeah. You go, hey, you guys want to, I went to the bar clothes, you guys want to go get high? And they're like, fuck yeah. I go, I got weed. I go, my roommate's kind of a dick. He's from, by the way, he wasn't my roommate. He was like, dude, I was crashing on this floor. <laughs> I go, he's from the Canary Islands. He doesn't speak English. He's got a job early in the morning. Can we go to your place? And they're like, yeah. So we go to their place. Spoke a bowl, pass out. And yeah. They're like, hey, bro, wake up, wake up. And I just did not move. I hear them and just go, I'm not moving anywhere. And then I, they go, just let him pass out. He's cool. And then I pass out. So that's woke you, up. how you would crash there. Did it two nights in a row. Did it two nights in a row. Second night, right? I'm with this dude, Dan is his name. He's a record. I think he's a record producer now. Did it with this dude, Dan, who is obsessed with Tool. And this is what we talked about. We smoked weed and all he talked about was Tool and my so-called life mm-hmm. and he was obsessed with it and he was like he was like and i passed out and i could hear him trying to wake me up and he was like come on bro my roommate's kind of a dick you can't spend the night here man i can't just have you like ah oh, fuck ah oh, fuck it and he just sat smoked cigarettes hoping i'd wake up and then he passed out right goes into his and you're room. awake i'm like, awake hearing it yeah you're just like but i didn't have a place to stay it was either yeah. that or a fucking park bench yeah so i wake up the next so morning just pretend to be pretend out. to be passed out i was pretty fucking high and the next morning, his roommate comes out, and his roommate goes, Bert Kreischer? And I look up. It's a dude I went to high school with. I go, John, And he was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing here? I go, I got high with your roommate. And he was like, shut the fuck up. And then he, I told him, I said, I didn't have a place to stay. And he was like, stay on our couch. And so I lived on their couch. For how long? Uh, like a month. And then John moved out. Wait, how did this, we get here from benching 225? I have no idea. So wait, when did you not, when did you lose the ability to do that 
when we were at Rogan's, I thought I could throw it up easy. You did not. I did not. I think I hurt myself. <laughs> <laughs> when I get the new when I get the new podcast studio, yeah. I'm putting a weight room in. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, the parlor tricks will come a flowing. Yeah. You know the one I used to do with I where I'd hold beers out like this. Yeah. But all I would do during the my, my, all my favorite things were forearm raise, front yeah, front row raises. One for you here. What's that? I wonder Just, how many push-ups I could do right now. I wonder how many you could do too. Um, let's see. This, this Let me do ten, and I'll tell you exactly how many I can do. Really? Yeah, I'll do ten, and I'll tell you exactly how many I do. The another one of the parlor tricks I could do. This is one I used to do all through Europe. Was I would say that because I'm American, I know more about the world than anyone else because we've conquered everywhere, and it would incense Australians. It would incense British people. It would incense. And you would say this to. Just I would get say this at a campfire, yeah. like we'd all be like at a hostel or whatever, yeah. and I'd be like, and I remember I, I was so much fun because I would say it jokingly, yeah. and I'm American, and they would understand as a joke, but ultimately people would get upset, and I had memorized every world currency there was at the time, and I had simply mem- the USA Today on the back page would have a list of world currencies and what they traded at, and I had memorized every world currency. And I would say... So you'd be like, oh, what was the currency? i go, guys, we run the world and we run the economy. It's called American Express. Do you guys have that there? And they're like, what? I go, do you have Britain Express? And they're like, hold on. No, you're you're missing the point. And I was like, guys, it's called the USA Today. Like, do you have one of those? Do they have a Britain Today? And they were like, you're... you're," And I go, I guarantee you. I go, what's the name of your currency? And they were like, you don't even know our currency? I go, I don't know where you're from. And they go, Britain. And I go, I bet, I guarantee you... I can come up with more currencies than you. Now, the trick was they'd come up with the first one. All right. They'd say one, and then I'd say one. And I would go through all the dollars first, right? Yeah. The Australian, I think it was like the Hong Kong dollar, the Australian dollar. Like, I would go through all the dollars, Canadian dollar. And they'd go, you're only no dollars. You only know dollars. And then I'd go, okay, how about the the Rand? The I, I forget them now, but I knew all of them. I would then, I would go head to head with someone. And then I would challenge the whole campfire, knowing full well no one could beat me because I knew every single fucking one. Dude, it was so much fun. I think I would have been a good gambler. Yeah. I think you could also have, like, like hosed people uh, as, like, a parlor trick person, right? Like, <sighs> yeah, you, you could have done that. You could have worked at the circus. And Dude, I, they had a parlor trick. You could be tr- a con man now. They had a parlor trick that I, oh, I, I, that I to this day, there was a, a number of these. Do you ever see the one where they have the nail in the wood and they go, you got three hits to get it in the wood? I think so. Yeah. I, that I lost so much money on that. What, what is the, what's the gimmick there? Like what's it's the that it's a, it's just hard to nail a f- nail flush within three hits. Okay. Like it's going to take for the average person, except for this one dude in Australia that was with us. He's like, Oh, I clean up on that one, mate. I was like, what? And he goes, I want construction. Watch this. And just one hit. Conk. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Oh shit. Guy yeah. packs up, walks away. Yeah. Dude, I got taken for so many shell games when I first moved to New York. Oh, I bet. Outside Tower Records, <laughs> I must have dropped a hundred bucks one day. Just going. I'm not done. Don't go anywhere. 101. Here we go. Back in. Yeah, because you definitely like. I'm not losing. This. I'm like. I'm like. <laughs> I got this. I. Got, we went to. A, we went to a bar in the Poconos. Me and my buddy Eddie. And we had a we had a parlor trick we used to do because we lived we had a pool table in our house. I've shown you this before. We put two balls, butt to butt. In mm-hmm. every pocket, right? Every pocket's got two, and then there's three butt to butt, like meaning all tapped up together in the dead center, and it's ball in hand. It was five dollars to buy in, thirty five if you ran the table. So 
You give me $5. All you got to do is run the table. Don't miss one shot. Ball in hand, open up. Don't miss one shot. Okay. If you run the table, I'll give you 35 bucks. It's five bucks to play. We made so much money in the Poconos. So much money. People were like, fuck it, rack them again. Because they would, they'd mess up super early because they'd hit hard. As soon as you hit hard, everything's fucked. And so finally, and by the way, I could never do this. This is the hardest thing to do. Yeah. And so finally, one of the guys gets really fucking pissed. And he's like, you've taken like 30 bucks from me. I got 100 bucks says you can't do it. I swear to God, all my children, I go rack them up. And by the way, this is the three-quarter things where I'm going like, Five quarters where I'm like, I don't think I can do this. Yeah. I fucking ran the goddamn table like I had never done it in my life. I was like Tom Cruise in Color of Money just, hi I was the fucking, that was like probably, those victories are better than the birth of a child, in my opinion. Like the actually being there, you're like, it's a lot of legwork. It's a, yeah. Lot, of, yeah. a lot of like hanging out and not doing shit, watching Uncle like Buck. crying. Yeah, and yeah. That, yeah. Like the actual coming out and you're like, uh-huh. That's still like you're on edge. It's not the greatest thing in the world. You're like, yeah. is it okay? Yeah. It looks purple. What's wrong with its legs? Is it a frog? <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, let's take it in the room. You're like, fuck, is there something wrong with it? The birth of a child kind of sucks. But cleaning the table on the pool run there with, yeah. Or putting 50 bucks on 11 and it hitting. Yeah. That's a real rush. My favorite my what some of my and by the way I always play eleven, and I love going big on eleven. I put twenty five bucks on eleven one time, and I said I'm not gonna watch it. I'm gonna just look at your faces, and I and it rolled and it hit, and I thought the whole table was fucking with me. Yeah, and it hit, and aha! I want to go gambling. I miss casinos. You miss casinos? Yeah. Hey, when we start our podcast with Warren Sapp, we should start gambling on these games. What we should do is put in our picks at the end, and then whatever his picks are, put a fucking hundred bucks on each one of those games. You think so? Yeah, he can't gamble, right? Oh, he can gamble. Yeah, he's a he's a retired player. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, we got to get back into gambling. This has been a great podcast. We're what, all over the fucking map. What would you? What's the most you're willing to wager on a game? On a game, like a football bucks, game, hundred bucks, hundred bucks. Yeah, it's I don't because I'm not like a big big gambler guy. Yeah. But a hundred bucks is fun, and a hundred bucks adds up. If you play like a few games, you get it up to like five hundred. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> it's pretty fun. I miss, I miss. I used to put a hundred bucks. You do every the straight bet. You do the straight bet. Straight bet. Straight bet. Maybe a parlay. Well, that's exciting. I don't like over under because I don't like under because then I don't. I'm not rooting for the game to be good. Yeah. So I'll I'll bet I'll I'll do like a parlay with like. The, for the Super Bowl, I do a parlay with the over and the team. You used to bet on every FSU game. Every FSU game, I put a hundred bucks on FSU to win. To win, and if you if you Google the FSU Seminoles from ninety one to ninety seven, I won a cunt load of money. Yeah, that's a lot of money. It is every game. That was a good. That was a good uh, decade for them. every game. Yeah. I won a hundred. I, I honestly don't think I lost. Who would you bet with? Uh. Brian Martinez. <laughs> so every game he'd take the action? Every game, man. They had to take all the action. A lot yeah. of, like, Damian did it one year. Yeah. Like, we had a bunch That's of friends. That's a lot of Ws, man. Dude, every game, you it was just like, you. they always had, like, a 10-1 record or a fucking 13-1 yeah. record. Yeah, 10-win seasons all, all the time. You're right. Yeah, I like oh. I like the I like the action on something. I love that. I bet, I, I think I told this, I don't know if I told you, I bet on them to win a game, some random game in the early 2000s. Um, and there was a spread of yeah. I think thirty three points, and I took I took it, and then they were up by thirty four. Yeah, and then they were playing North Carolina, and North Carolina kicked a meaningless field goal 
with like three seconds. I'm like, how does this fucking happen? But the emotional ride was exciting. You know no. what I mean? So it's so much fun. Like I think people really like betting gets a bad rap. I got I got kicked betting out. Betting gets a bad rap. It does because so does heroin. What the fuck's their problem? Yeah, but done it responsibly. Mm-hmm. It's it's just as much fun as get video games. That's what I say about drugs. Drugs, if you do them right, if you take it a little easy, you don't yeah. go too hard. If you don't really you're not a lunatic time. about them, yeah. it's great, dude. I remember taking the girls on Fridays. Leanne would I Leanne would go out with her friends when the ba- girls were young. Yeah, and I would take the girls down to Hollywood Park. Mm-hmm. Hollywood Park, the racetrack, mm-hmm. and we watch. We bet on ponies. And really? It was, oh, it was so. They would do dollar hot dogs and dollar beers, and I would. And this is back when you could drink and drive. No, I'm kidding. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> I did. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, uh, I've never been a big drinker and driver. But man, we'd go down there. And I would get, and by the time, by the time, I think my sisters would go down. It was back when I was friends with Lorenzo. He'd go down. Yeah. We'd all take go down to Hollywood Hollywood Park. And bet on horses. Betting on horses is so much fucking fun. Do you think that's open right now? I don't know. I mean, I it's imagine... only fun if you're there. And I will say one of the funnest things is going to the turf clubs in the Northeast. Yeah. Those turf clubs. Have you ever like, gone to the Derby? No. Would you go? A hundred percent. Yeah. Should we go? Yeah, we probably should. As dandies? dandies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like we finish our own sentences. Yeah, we should. I would go as a dandy. Like super dandies. Hardcore, get our beards done up. Yeah, with top hats and shit. Oh, what's this? Are the ponies running today? Yeah, they're running all over the place. I mean, you're talking to a degenerate gambler right now in the booth. You know that. Oh, right? for real? Oh, yeah. Nadab, do you gamble? Yeah, gambling's the best, dude. What do you gamble on? Uh, there's some blackjack, roulette's fun. Oh, um, you like cards? Any type of fight, I'm down with that. Stocks are pretty cool. Oh, say, see, okay, so th- let me let me tell you the. My problem with car- with playing poker yeah. is I only want to I only want bad beats. Like mean? I don't care about winning the money. I only want to beat a guy who plays the game right. Oh, and right. fuck his head up. Right. Like I only want those. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not good at poker at all, and I got invited to some poker games when I got out here. Yeah. And I just socially would show up and be like, I don't I don't know what I'm doing to somebody, and they'd be like, Oh, it's, you know, just jump in, and I was the person who. You know the way I was playing and betting, you would see people be like, "Is this guy, like, is he good or stupid?" And I was like, "Stupid," but <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you. Uh, and then like, you know, they would see the cards you had and be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I was not good at it. I went to right after the first, right when I met Daniel Tosh, he was really into poker. Yeah, <clears throat> and we went and played. We went and played at the Miami Improv in his hotel room. Just me, him, and his friend. We played uh, Hold'em, mm-hmm. and he he beat me bad. Like he it was like a bad. He had three of a kind, and I had two pair. Mm-hmm. And he was laughing so hard. He goes, "You had two of a kind." Like he got really into the win, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So the next, I get back to L.A. and he hits me up like Monday, and he goes, "He goes, hey, you know any poker tournaments?" And I was like, "Actually, we have a weekly game on like on like Tuesday if you want to come." And he's like, "Fuck yeah!" He goes, "I'll pick you up." It was really one of the. It was an odd point in my life because. We were so broke. We had just had Georgia, and I and Tosh came over to my house. We had just had Georgia. He was like, he was, a, this is a different guy than maybe I don't know who he is today. I haven't seen him forever, but he was like a child was depressing to him. So he was like, can we just get out of here? I don't want to be around a child. Yeah. And I said to Leanne, I was like, hey, I need a hundred bucks, and she was like, I don't have it. And I was like, babe, just give it to me. She's like, honey, we don't have a hundred dollars. I go, Leanne, I get it. It's tough, but just give me the card and I'll get a hundred bucks. And she goes, we don't have a hundred bucks. And Daniel Tosh goes. 
I'll give you a hundred bucks if we can just leave this conversation right now. And I go, cool. And we left. He gave me a hundred bucks. We pull up to a house and we get there and he goes, okay, we don't know each other. If I go in on something, don't go in on me. And if you go in on something, I won't go in on you. You ready? And I went, yes. <laughs> and Daniel Tosh won everything. He did? He won the whole fucking tournament. <laughs> he loved gambling. When, uh, when I did, I opened for him, I don't know, man, five years ago or something. Yeah. In Vegas. And he was like, you want to play some blackjack or something oh. after the, after and i was like yeah but like uh they're gonna like bother you if we w- walk in the floor he's like i'm walking the floor and so he uh, <laughs> he is the best famous person oh yeah 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 and he's so, like fun he is fun with it because he does it right he does and he made he had them they were like oh we have a table for you guys and they had a, a private table that they just had a dealer for him yeah and he gave me like a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks, and he was like, "This is yours to play with. If you win, like if you make money, you just give me my two hundred back. If you lose, it's fine." And I was like, "Yeah, that 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 seems totally reasonable." I fucking lost like, fast, <laughs> uh, which I thought, but I thought that was very nice. Oh, I do that to the guys when we go to casinos with yeah. our group. I give everyone a hundred bucks and yeah. go, "Hey, just just enjoy it. Yeah. Like have fun." If you don't, I remember doing that to a girl one time. I put. I go, here's a $25 chip. Uh, we were playing roulette. And she was like, oh, thank you. And she put it in her purse. And I went, the fuck are you doing? And she was like, you just gave me $25. I was like, no, to gamble to with. Play. And she was like, oh, oh, I don't want to play. And I was like, well, then give me my $25 back. She goes, why would you ask for it back? And I was like, I didn't just give you $25. Right. I said, hey, let's have fun and play. And she was action, like, oh. Though. And the joke we kept making, me and my buddy Eddie, was that she went, she bit into it and went, Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I'll keep that. Yeah. Yep. Um, hey, real quick before we leave. Yeah. I wanted, I've been wanting to talk to you about this forever. Taping your mouth shut while you snore? No, that's oh. something I do. But the 40 best rappers over 40. Yeah. Will you pull up that article? Because I find this fascinating. We both are into hip hop. Yeah. But there are people I have never listened to on this list. Now, the, what's interesting about 40, the best 40 over 40, is that it's not telling you Here's the, this is not a list of the 40 best rappers alive over 40. They're talking about the, the, the order is based on the work they've done since turning 40. It's an important distinction. Oh, that's fucking fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. So they're not just like, cause I was wondering oh, why this guy's daddy is 40. Yeah. Cause he, but he hasn't done anything in the last 10 well, years. Well, it says like it, 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 yeah. If you, if you go, okay, stop. So how many projects he's released after 40? Three. The best project oh. released after forty. So you know what I mean? They're 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 not just saying that this person has happens to be over forty now. Oh, see, I sent you that article and I thought you wouldn't read it. I was yeah. like, I didn't read it. Yeah. I definitely didn't read it. Yeah. Okay, so too short. Yeah, that's your boy. Yeah, man. You and him are friends. Well, I mean, I've you know we podcasted. He was super cool. It was fun. Todd having Shaw. Him okay, yeah. fifty four. All right, keep going. Yeah, just scroll, just scroll as we go. Our I was about to say Karras one. Busta Rhymes. Yeah, Busta Rhymes is forty eight. Buster Rhymes and I are the same age, yeah. roughly. I'm younger though, still yeah. by a lot. Juicy J, mm-hmm. he's 45. By the way, these are guys my age. Yeah, Jeezy. Okay, he's only 42. He's young. Yeah. Keep going. He's young, Jeezy man. Oh, Cameron, Cameron, and do you know Cameron and what's the name are beefing right now? Faison, Faison Love. Faison. Yeah, yeah. We got to get that thing is wild, man. I love. By the way, I no disrespect to Cameron. Yeah, but his 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 text or his. Instagram, yeah, did not come off quite as liberal as I think he meant it to. I don't know. I don't know what it is. 
I don't know what he said yet. It's basically like, hey, I have no problem with the LBGT community, but he's gay. <laughs> what? How did it start? Do you know how it started? I don't know. So By the way, it? this made me laugh. What is it? This is so... Cam- okay, this is what Cameron posted. Because Wait, like, so let's, I guess, let's set it up correctly. These so guys are... Phase on Love. They're yeah. not friends. Right, right, right. Phase on Love. Oh, had said something saying that he didn't believe that Jay-Z... Was like a had was a legit, drug dealer, like, yeah, legit drug dealer. He was like he's never a drug dealer, which, I mean, I don't know. I don't. And I don't then know. Cameron, who has had his own beefs with Jay Z, came out and was like, "Yo, man, you, you got the wrong one." Yeah, this is not. Yeah, you're basically you're not right about this. By the way, he's if I'm legit. not mistaken, Cameron was shot in the arm and went on and did his show, or is that Jim Jones? I don't know. One of them got shot in the arm and then just went and did the show shot in the arm so they're like legit yeah i ran into them by the way i ran into them at the fucking knicks game they're sitting next to us at a table next to us in like the vip section and ron starts loud talking he starts going yeah now those are my guys those are my guys and i'm like ron easy like you're with us and he was like nah man that's what i want to drive for i'll drive for them any day and i was like (laughs) ron driving for you sucks yeah i go ron just give you a heads up they're probably not taking their bus driver to a knicks game and sitting in the box seats, like yeah. just giving you a heads up. And he's like, or courtside. And he goes, no, nah, they are. They would. And I go, ask them. And he goes, no, I'm not going to put them on the spot like that. And I go, they're not, Ron. They're on dates. They brought each other. I brought you, okay? Like you're not going to the Knicks game. And so then so then I just went up. I was like, Cameron, can, can I get a picture with you and my driver? And he was like, yeah, of course. He was really cool. Yeah. He was actually, him and Jim Jones were really cool. So wait, so to, to further this, they get into that dispute. Oh, but I have Cameron's number. Come on, man. He gave you his number? I got Cameron's number. Dude. Come on, man. Cameron. C- call, call. No, I can't. You have he's to. There's no way he's going to fucking remember me. So what? Let's he, see if he maybe answers. Let's see if he answers. No, this but, is a, but what happens? Nothing. What if I give you his number and you call from your phone? He'll be like, I definitely, like, for you, he has the story. We met at the Knicks game. But what do we say? We get him on the okay, phone. Okay, okay. Here's what you say. Hey, Cam, kill it. Say kill a cam. Kill a cam. Yeah. Say cam. Hey man, it's me, Bert. We met the next game. I invited you to my show at yeah. the at the what you call it. You get that real quick. Hey man, I want to be real quick. Did you perform after you got shot in the arm? I'm doing a podcast with my buddy Tom. You go, yo, you gotta fluff it. You can't just okay. go straight right. for the fucking. Hey, what's up with you and Faison? He called right. you gay. Okay, 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 okay. So you set up your thing. Hey man, you know big. You'd be like you know big fan. Yeah, big fan. I met you. Then the you, gotta, you got you got you got to be like, hey man, what's up with this beef with? No, on. But I gotta, I gotta soft roll it. Okay, I can't just go. Roll it. Fine, gotta, soft roll it. Soft. First, like real you be men, me. Will just, you be me? Fine. Okay. You be me. Okay. Okay. All right. Hold on. Don't be like. No, I won't. Don't be like yo yo. What's up? And I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna be me. No. I'm gonna be me. If I need you, I'll go and you be me. All right. Cameron. Hey, Cameron. What's up? It's Bert. Hey, killer. Hey, killer. Killer Cam. Oh shit. Oh boy. Yeah. Real men wear pink. Go ahead. Go. go no, go, I'm go. not gonna say that. He does. Oh, he does? All the time, yeah, yeah, I yeah. only saw him in a Knicks jersey. Okay, go. Hey, Cameron, got... what's up? It's Bert. Hey, Cameron. Yeah. Okay, hang on. Hey, Cameron. <clears throat> hang on. Okay, I'm nervous. I wish Jen Aniston was here. I'm dialing, I'm dialing. Kill a Cam. Cam. No, I can't do that. I can't do that. No, no, no. no Cameron. Cam. Cam. Cameron. Cam? Cam, Cam. Just say Cam. Cam, it's Bert. I met you at the Knicks game. I invited you to my show at the Beacon. You got it. What's up? Hey, man, I have a bet. I'm doing a podcast with my buddy Tom. I was wondering, 
did you perform after you got shot in the arm or was it Jim Jones? I'm like, oh, that was me. And then there I'll be you like, go. I'll that, be there like, you go. That's I'll the way go, in. Bet. And then I'll be like, hey, what's up with Faison, huh? Yeah. He's coming at you hard. He'll be like, Man, he's not answering this. Should I leave him a message? Yeah. It's ringing so much, I feel like I'm waking him up now. I'm, I gotta hang up. It's fucking Jesus Christ. Does he not have a voicemail? Should we try to get Faison on the phone? Yeah, call Faison. Hold on. Oh, if he calls back and Faison's on the phone and we can get him beefing right now. You know what we should call? We should call Russell Peters, who's friends with Faison, and see if he can connect us. I'll call Jim Jones. Should I call Russell or just text Russell about Faison? Call Russell. Call, okay, hold on. Cameron's calling me. Cameron's calling me. Oh. Cameron's calling me. Cameron's calling me. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay, hey, what's up? Go. Oh, yeah. Yo, what's up? God damn it, it's a fucking prank caller. Fucking, it was a guy who's not, it's not him. Okay. Fuck, I, did you see how I fucked up? Yo, what's up? What the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah, you went, you really code switched on him. God damn it. Thank God it wasn't him if he was like, yo, what's up? You, you, I mean, you did, you did an octave shift too. I was like, yo, said, what's up? Said, yo, what's up? Yo, what's up? God damn it. Wait, who this... do we know that knows Faison? Besides, wait, I should call Russell. What about uh, uh, Vince Vaughn knows him? You know Vince Vaughn? No. I don't know Vince Vaughn either. Wait, what? I don't know. I was just fucking panicking. John. Wait, what's in this video? I didn't get to see it's this. It's actually pretty video. It's pretty funny. Okay. It's, it, it, so hang on one second. Hi. So Cam is calling out. Uh, <laughs> if, you read his, if you read his caption, it's funny because I think he's trying to make sure that he's not, he's not being tone deaf. But it's right, right. fairly. Yeah. Uh, just saying. Uh, and so... He posts this video that Faison Love posted a long time, which I actually thought the video was funny. And this is Faison's audition for Brokeback Mountain. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, so I got you. Hi, this is Faison Love, and I'd like to submit my, um, I don't know what genre this is, but um, Empire slash Brokeback Mountain type movies. <sighs> Listen. If Jeff finds out I've been messing around with Greg, listen, I think we should take a <laughs> scene. Yeah, that's funny. That's what Faison's legitimately really funny. Oh, that, I made me laugh out loud. Yeah. But then Faison had posted this picture of Cameron, and this is what I think upset him is Cameron took a picture with that dude. And yeah. I guess Cam. What, what did Faison say about it? No, seriously, Cam. Uh, what were you saying, boy, boy? Yeah. So, by the way, I, I, yeah. Cameron's post. Can you read Cameron's post? It, it made me giggle because it was. I think it was very making sure it's not coming off tone deaf, like he had run it by his publicist. Let's call Russell. Call Russell. Read Cameron's post. Now, before I post this, I have no problem with anybody in the LGBT community. I have people from this community in my family, friends. Hey, what's up, dog? We're recording right now. I hope it's okay. Bitch, how dare you? Wait, we got a question for you, man, because you're definitely keyed in on this. What's going on with the Faison Cameron beef right now? Matter of fact, I was actually going to call Faison. Do it three-way, three-way. Okay, let's, let's do it. Yeah? Yes. I'm calling Cam again. Okay. You're going to call Cameron right now? Bert. I have Cameron's number. I tried. Yeah, he did, he I didn't get an answer. Him, but he didn't get an but answer. I won't, get, I won't call him. I won't call him. Call Faison first. 
Yeah, let me call Faison. Okay. I can't believe you guys are sticking me in this mess. Hey, do you think Faison knows who I am? <laughs> hey, Russell, do you think Faison knows who I if he knows who I am? That's a real pregnant pause. He's we're on hold right now. Okay. <laughs> it's like, wow. Guess not at all. I don't think Faison knows who I am at all. Yeah. No, but we we do same clubs. How hard are we gonna be on Faison's side when he's on this call? <laughs> Like, like, 100%. Fuck Cameron. <laughs> Fuck Dipset. <laughs> Yo. Yep. Hey, good. Good man. Hey, listen. Uh, we're live. Uh, listen, I, I, I didn't want to do this to you, but we're live on fucking Tom Segura and Bert Kreischer's podcast. So. Oh, I like him, man. He's funny. Him and his wife, they're funny as hell. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> That's Tom. Oh, what's up, Tom? You funny as a motherfucker. Oh, him thanks. And his wife. Appreciate yeah. it, man. Thanks, man. I'm here with uh, Bert Kreischer, too. You know Bert? Who's that? Uh, Bert yeah. Kreischer, the white boy that puts his shirt off on stage. Does his whole act with no shirt on. He's oh. just, <laughs> right, yes. He's yeah. built with a white face. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're asking me. calling Cam. Yeah, they're, they're asking me about the camera. Thing. I go, I don't know. I haven't talked to him yet. So I'm going to let y'all finish this. Yeah, man. We were, we're super. We're into the story. And we just wanted to know, like. Tell me, watch this video. We watched the video, uh, which we thought was hilarious that, that he tried to call you out on. But, like, are you guys. Is this going to escalate? No, no. Cameron's a bitch. He would never. He ain't good like that. He never. He's a bitch. He definitely. He won't. Yeah, he won't never go piss the cups. Because, you know, he's a track star. Uh, you know, you know, yeah. uh, him and his girlfriend, Jim Jones, I like to call Jim Jones hands-on. Um, because every time I see him, somebody putting their hands on his... Fucking phase on, you are the real deal. It'll never go, it'll never go that far. Because, you know, <clears throat> you know, he's not that, he ain't good like that. Right. So as far as you're concerned, this is over. Yeah, I just woke up this morning and said that little rock because I was like, because he got his little uh, peak, his peak crew. Face on your loss. I'm like, I know damn well I didn't lose that. I was, I was coming. I would have some funny ass memes because like he, he's he's such a clown. And my whole point was, I I never thought Jay Z so dope. I just thought he created that whole. Um, persona, persona, and it's kind of fucked up because these kids think they gotta sell dope to be a dope rapper. I said no, because one of my favorite, one of the best rappers out there to me is Drake. He's right. a nice kid, and he's having fun with it. And he's like, he, nothing about selling dope. He's like, hey, we started from the bottom, now we here. That's the that shit is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in all fairness, he did start at the top, and he's still there. <laughs> <laughs> Degrassi High. No, no, he started at a little shitty TV show, and then <laughs> he started at the bottom. I mean, he, oh, oh, I think he's there. He, he started as upper middle class, now he's there still. So. Yeah. But wait. Yeah, but, but that's what I get from him. I get that. He, you know, so cocaine. Jay Z sold that much cocaine. Like, why you stop? Right, yeah. So wait, because do you do you think though that that is definitely made up on his part? That's fabricated. That that he definitely made up. 
Really? He's not built like that. He ain't built like that. Have you ever met Jay Z? Jay Z in a street with a rail where they slap the shit out of him. He ain't built like that. Yeah. Yeah. So a, and let me let me preface by saying this. He's a nice guy. Right. Right. He's right. a nice guy. And I have no every time I talk to him, he's been a nice guy. But I know for a fact I know people from that life. I you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're saying that, you, like that you're saying that in all your interactions and having observed Jay Z that to you this dude did not come from the the drug dealing world. Fuck no, because he's not telling the other half of it. Yeah. Nice. Drug dealing ain't about buying champagne and bottles and buying cars and shit. Like, yeah. Niggas, you, you get knocked, somebody, you, you got a fight. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, 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 not a, it's not a life like it's, it's not like power. It's, it's like power is the worst television show ever. Like, what, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Faison. Hey, Faison, it's the white guy that takes his shirt off, Bert. Listen. Hilarious. Hilarious. Oh, that means the world. Hey, I, I've been a big fan of yours for a long time because when you get on interviews, wherever you do interviews, you're just real as fuck. And I, it's my favorite thing. I just watched you with DL talking about getting the COVID like oh, like a, two months ago. Right. And you're like, hey, what? <laughs> I got through it. <laughs> yeah, and I told his ass, don't go to the hospital. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. He did get the shit. You're exactly fucking right. God damn. I said, do not go down there and get tested with something you ain't got. And then guess what? He got that shit. Okay, he followed out. Yeah. Dude, well, I've been a fan of yours yeah. since since Made. You were awesome in Made, and I watched the outtakes of Made. You're amazing. And keeping in you, man, I love watching you on interviews. You're the fucking best. And you're amazing yeah, on stage. You know, amazing. I, Tom, when are you going to have... Wait, say it again? When are you going to have my brother Justin? I would love to. Yeah, I would love to. Face yeah, on, get on let, your mom's house. Send me the, the his info. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll set it up. Sounds like that's too much heat. Sounds like that's too much heat. No, trust me. I'll talk about you guys. You and your... Your wife, uh, Christina, right? I can't yeah, yeah, Christina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I, I got to tell you this. I, I, uh, the hardest I've ever laughed at just a look, like somebody delivering a look, is you in Elf. It's one of my favorite moments when he goes, oh, Santa Claus is it. coming tomorrow, and you just shoot him the look. It's the fucking funniest <laughs> thing ever, man. <laughs> yeah, man, that was, that was... Great times, man. Dude, Great it's times. it is like it, that, it there it is right there. We're looking at it right now. That is the fucking funniest thing. Uh, you can't teach that, man. You're a brilliant comedic actor too. So appreciate you jumping on the phone. I appreciate it. Thank you, Let's Faison. podcast soon, man. Thanks, Russell, too, man. Appreciate it, brother. No problem, brother Russell. Hey, hey, cuz. I'm gonna call you right. All right. What? I it's just awesome. Russell just just called him. Yeah, that was awesome. I, I got to call him right back. We're gonna we got to wrap this up. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Let's, should we wait for Cam? I mean, we've already picked our side. I thought it rang. What What would you do right now if it was him? Let's Let's do role play. You ready? Yeah. Okay. All right. He hits you. All right. Hey. Hello. 
Hey, Cam. Who's this? It's uh, Burt Kreischer. <clears throat> I met you at Burt Kreischer. I met you at the Knicks game, and then I offer you to uh, come to come to my Beacon show. White guy, comedian. Oh, you're that Italian dude. Yeah, I'm the Italian dude. Yep. Hey, listen, I want to ask, what's going on with you and Faison Love? Man. Yeah, I already agree. I don't like him at all. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he goes. I, I love that he goes. I'm here with Burke Reiser, and he just goes, who? <laughs> I had no idea who I was. That was great, dude. The funny, the shirtless white guy, and he goes, ah, okay, I that guess. That was funny as shit. Yeah, um, he was right. great. Man, he really is fucking funny as shit and made. Yeah. And I love, I'm off air, I'm going to tell you what I heard him on say on an interview. Yeah. And it was, like, brutally honest. Like, like he took swings from the fucking. Oh, he doesn't give a fuck, He dude. does not give a there's fuck. Like, there's not that many people who really don't give a fuck. But I feel like I've seen him in interviews and stuff enough to be like, oh, yeah, you don't care. He's he's taking shots at well anyone. even right now that's yeah. Jay-Z like him being doesn't. like Jay Z. I mean, that's, you know, he doesn't he does not care. By the way, he doesn't give a fuck because he doesn't care to be invited to Jay Z's party. Right? He's like, like he's I'll like he's a nice guy, but yeah. he doesn't. Yeah, I w- I give so many fucks. Yeah, I give so many fucks. Yeah, but you got Lyle to help you out if you get in the way of something. Fucking Lyle! Oh, on the second came. I giving a fuck. Get you a fuck. Huh? All right. All right, go. Governor, let's get out of here. Go yeah. get a cocktail. You've been up since four in the morning. A little in and out bug and a cocktail. All right. On that perfect accent and impression, I think we should wrap this up. Great episode. Thank Great you. Great episode. I love you. Love you too, man. Bert and Tom. Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears One Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur partology, dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave.